Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here at the Raptors Digest reacting to some Toronto Raptors news. And that's right, the Toronto Raptors, they made another free agent signing. You saw in the title, they've picked up Isaac Bonga, who is a guy that I think is more known across the NBA than maybe his... Uh, stats and overall play sort of warrants just due to his uh, fan favoritism in the with the LA Lakers and then obviously when you're just a monster in 2k everyone's sort of going to support a guy that's on that level in uh, those video game series but Isaac Bonga he's a guy that fits the mold of the modern day Toronto Raptor and that's right a 6'8 point forward with a seven foot wingspan that you guessed it is remarkable defensively can switch can play around can guard all of those different positions maybe not the center slot but anyone around the ring any uh, anyone around the wing anyone that sort of needs to that can post up a little bit bonga is that versatile of a defender to where he can come in and be a massive asset already on that end of the court he's also a young player despite being in the league for the past three seasons playing one year with the LA Lakers and two years with the Washington Wizards he's a guy that's only still 21 years old probably be 22 as we enter into this coming season but fits that sort of timeline of our precious Achua's Gary Trent Jr's OG Ananobis and now obviously Scotty Barnes and Delano Bantins and these guys coming in and it's a uh, you look at the the intangibles right the the things that you can't really teach and those things have been very exciting with Isaac Bonga since he's come into the league and that's despite the the 2k rant I just went on it's a a part of the reason a lot of people have been hyped about him entering the league but the thing about it was his uh his second season with the Washington Wizards he made sort of a leap getting more minutes getting more opportunities showed out that uh versatility on the defensive end the ability to pass the ability to rebound but in his final season with Washington, he was given less of a role, a more limited role with that squad, and couldn't really show out. He still does everything that you'd expect for in a Toronto Raptor signing on the defensive end, but I've seen a lot of people raise questions about where's the offense going to come from, especially watching last night's Summer League game against the Golden State Warriors. It's a it's a, certainly a question mark. It's something we're definitely going to have to take a look at and patch together and ensure Fred Van Vliet uh, Gary Trent, Siakam, all these guys can fill those holes because we are surrounding them with all of our offseason pickups of uh, of players that are long, mobile, and defend, which is obviously essential if you want to have a strong team. But, you know, you, you do need players that can score, and that was the Raptors' big issue last season. But as I mentioned, five points per game in uh, Bonga's best season in his NBA career, but still was very hesitant on the offensive end. Didn't really... Uh, have a consistent jump shot going on for him not the most inefficient player in the NBA but still not a guy you can give the ball to and count on to get you a bucket or really be relied upon to get you some some baskets within a, a system what you're getting with Bonga at least as of right now is a young raw player that can handle the basketball can make decent reads not necessarily going to be able to score but gives you that versatility on the offense or defensive end to really just be a glue sort of player, a gluey sort of guy for this Toronto Raptors team. And now with a guy like Banton, a guy like Barnes, two very tall and long uh, point forwards, point guards. And well, they both were naturally point guards. And I think Bonga was coming into the league as well. We have a lot of guys that can do multiple things. And one one point that I brought up a lot as we uh, started off this podcast, once uh, it's a take that I used to, to bring up a lot back in the day is... It's really good to bring in players that can do three things. 
pass, dribble, and shoot, and defend. Four things. Those are the four real, I don't know why I said three, the, the mapping of, of ability when you're sort of searching for a player. And if they can do all of those things on the court, that's, that's when you really have a complete guy that is going to be integral to your roster, a true rotation player in the NBA. Now, scoring is the one everyone focuses on, the Jamal Crawfords of the world. Now, Isaiah Thomas is trying to make a return, and that's a legitimate skill set. But the passing, right, being able to make reads, play within an offense, which I think is probably the most overlooked. Obviously, defense, it's it's a positive thing. People notice it, and it's a, I think that's well represented. And then just being able to dribble, being able to handle the basketball, that is that is essential. That is, you know, three skill sets outside of scoring, which keeps you in games. And the Toronto Raptors have a lot of it, but they it makes sense because obviously I believe the Raptors will be able to contend next season. Maybe not for a championship right away. We're gonna have to see a lot of people take massive leaps. But with our just rooted down defense and hopefully the emergence of a Trent OG and Siakam and Fred, all these guys taking a step up next season. I think we'll be good. I think this Toronto Raptors team will be fine. Obviously, Scotty Barnes. Hopefully, he'll be able to show out as a, a top five pick in, la- in this year's NBA draft. But, you know, we have a lot of guys, uh, you know, we're not contending, but we do have a lot of young players. We have a lot of people attached to this young core that are going to need that skill development. And the, the Raptors have proven one thing. It's really hard to teach someone how to dribble the basketball properly or get a get vision on the, def- on the offensive end to, to throw that ball to people or be able to clamp people down, lock them down, and play proper defense. Those are three sort of dimensions where it's very hard to develop. People can do it, maybe more so with the passing and dribbling, but it's uh, it's more so, it's more of a ceiling. You're more of what you are when you come in in those sorts of levels. Scoring is something the Raptors have been proven that they can instill into their young guys through the 905, through just being within the system, within the team, and bringing a bongo who has shown flashes of all of those three other domains of skill sets and now can uh, come into a Toronto Raptors development system which he know can can get the most out of their guys whether it's right away and the Raptors still have four slots left to, to bring into their training camp roster they have 16 spots filled right now so we'll we'll see how they go about that going forward I might end the video off with a little talk in that direction but if the Raptors can get bongo just an ability to finish around the rim, a, a more polished offensive game, even if the jumper doesn't sort of come along as you'd hope to expect from a point forward in today's NBA. If you can get to that level, Bonga is a true rotation piece. He's a true rotation player in this year's, in, in the modern NBA this year in the future. And he reminds me in the, what we've been talking about with Delano Banton, Bonga provides similar value. Now Banton's a little bit longer and a little bit more wiry and is coming in his first year of development, obviously Bongo's had three years of NBA development and stagnated a little bit, especially last season, and Banton's more of a clean slate, but you're getting a similar value proposition from those players. So it's a, it's, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with the pickup. I'm excited about it. I don't think he'll necessarily be a threat to whoever's going to be running that sort of backup, definitely not backup point guard with, I think Barnes is going to play that position and then Malachi and Fred are locks down there. And then small forward, that was the question mark coming into this offseason. Do we have a lot of depth there? But obviously OG Ananobi and Barnes will fill up those minutes. I think uh, Ishmael Wainwright might surprise some people in terms of how many minutes he's going to get this season. I also forgot to mention uh, Drogic with uh, the point guard slot. Uh, David Johnson, he's going to be playing those wing areas. And then we have Utah. Utah Watanabe who killed it in the Olympics this year. 
and could could certainly show out a little bit to and maybe instill himself as that true backup three. That's another guy we have to look at. So there might not be a lot of opportunity for Bonga this season, but whether he's with the main roster of the 905, it could be a nice little project to have on our deep bench to, to go forward and see what you can do with it. It's a high upside sort of pick. And two, just to bring up the Olympics as well. Utah had a monster Olympics, but Bonga did play for Team Germany and apparently impressed a lot of people. I didn't get to see the, the games themselves Germany play, but Bonga apparently looked a little bit more under control, a little bit more polished on the offensive end again. You're not getting a high-scoring player in Bonga, but you're getting a guy that can pass, dribble, rebound, and defend. Those are those are essential NBA skills. I know the Toronto Raptors have a lot of it, so it might not excite a lot of people, but it's definitely something that we can we can be positive about. And it's nice that he's trending up in the right direction after a solid Olympic performance. But yeah, Bonga, that's that's the point. And after we saw the, the signing go down, a lot of people were kind of saying, especially because this happened live. We had a live react to this in our in our live chat. Check out our game reaction, our full game reaction to the Raptors Summer League uh, previously or yesterday. But People are saying, why aren't we signing a center? We need more centers. We need more big. Someone at least that's over 6'10". And I completely get where people are coming from. And I've sort of jumped on the Precious Achua bandwagon. I think he could be our starting center next season. And then Birch is the perfect backup. That's the sort of direction I see this Toronto Raptors team going in. But again, they are shorter, the shorter centers. They are... Natural centers, it's not like OG's being pushed and forced to play the center 30 minutes a night like we saw last year when Baines, unfortunately, just wasn't providing that level of production for us. So it's not like we're pushing uh, Chua or Ken Birch out of position by any means. But they are shorter 6'8", 6'9", respectively. I think I've heard mixed things on Chua, how tall he actually is. He He's certainly a big dude watching him in Summer League and watching highlights. But if we could get another guy that's maybe seven foot. 7-1, that is a bigger dude just to ensure if we do go up against the Embiid's of the world, we're not getting oversized completely. And if it's a, a little bit too much, you have a bit insurance there. I'd be cool with that. I'd be cool with the Raptors signing someone in to, to do that, uh, the, to fill that position. But again, as I mentioned, we still have four more roster spots to give out for this training camp. And then you can sort of cut them as you, as you go and figure out who's going to the 905 and see who's going where. So I'm I'm cool with it. I'm not going to be worried. I'm not worried right now if we go into the, the roster without any massive pickups or go into the regular season as is right now without any more big, big pickups. But I see where people are coming from. Now, I do want to make one final point that we Bonga is obviously another guy that's 6'8", 6'9", with a 7-foot wingspan. And I got to respect Masai Ujiri because people are throwing little question marks out to him. Is this the right direction for the Toronto Raptors? Should we maybe hedge our bets and get a a, a super big man or a, or a guard? And I just brought the points for why it might make sense to get a properly seven foot big. But I respect Masai Ujiri for going all in on this long and wiry athletic team. I, I love to see it, especially when there's no clear route to a superstar. There's no clear route to acquire anyone that's necessarily game-changing. I like doing when, when GMs do weird things to sort of get things rocking. And obviously, I'm a Masai Jerry stan. I'll, I'll trust anything he does. I trusted the Baines pick, which was probably my biggest mistake. I trusted the Damari Carroll. Those are my two my two unfortunate uh, followings of Masai. But other than that, he hasn't let me down. So I, I'm trusting this roster going forward in the next season. Will Bonga be an integral piece of it? 
Likely not. I think as constructed, Wainwright, Drogic, on the bench, they're they're probably ahead of him in the pecking order. Watanabe, obviously Malachi Flynn, they're ahead of him in the pecking order in terms of off the bench, but minutes can be earned in the Toronto Raptors, and maybe Bongo's ready to take that leap. But let me know what you guys think of this pickup. Are you excited with Isaac Bonga? Let me know in the comment section below. What are your thoughts on this team going into next season? I'm I love hearing the takes, hearing the banter, but as I mentioned, you're the best for uh, making this fire check up Instagram, the TikTok, all that cool stuff. Anyways, I'm signing out. Cheers.